89.9 The Light. This is In Community Conversation with Clayton. You can text through your question right now on 0428 899 899 for any of our guests this evening. And our first guest is AFL umpire Craig Flair. He's joining us live from one of the hubs up at the Gold Coast. G'day, Craig. G'day, Clayton. How are you going? I'm doing really well, thank you. Great to have you on board with us. Um, we... Uh, you know, the AFL's mad here in Melbourne. You know that. You're actually a Melbourne-based guy, but uh, up there at the moment. So I'm sure there's a whole lot of questions that people have got. But uh, first of all, um, how long have you actually been up there in the, the bubble at the moment? Well, we've actually been uh, in two little bubbles. So uh, first for me was uh, when we left Melbourne six, uh, six weeks ago, I think it was. We were sent to Sydney. Yep. Um, and we were there for, for three weeks. And then as the situation in Sydney worsened uh, a little bit, we the, the umpires that were there were moved from there to, to the Gold Coast and we've been here since. So I think it's going on three weeks we've been here now. So it's uh, it's gone by pretty quickly, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'd reckon. Um, now, we, we've heard a fair bit about the players and where they are. And, you know, there's this team over here in this resort or this team over there and wherever it might be. Are you sort of located where some of these teams are? Or do you have your own sections? No, we're, we're separate to the to the teams. They're, um, like you said, they are scattered all over um, Brisbane, to be honest. I think there's some here on the Gold Coast. There's some up at the Sunshine Coast. I think there might even be a couple in Brisbane itself. But... Uh, we're, we're scattered here, there, and everywhere to uh, you know to stay separate from each other, so we don't mingle uh, throughout the week, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we just try and avoid that crossover with uh, with other people. There you go. Um, and do you have your family with you? Is that something you've been able to to you know bring the family along? Yeah. So thankfully, uh, that has been allowed by the AFL, which is uh, which is fantastic of them. Um, it would have been a, a difficult period of time to be away for family for, for that length of time, given it's going to end up being probably nearly three months in the end that we'll, we'll be up here in these hubs. So um, the fact that the AFL has let that happen uh, has been amazing on their behalf. I, I'd imagine, I, I believe you've got a young young girl as well, so she would have found that awfully hard if you'd, you'd had to be away for three months, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I did um, two weeks of... Uh, of Quarantine or isolation in in Adelaide before uh, before the game in round two, Adelaide and Port Adelaide. So I was away for those two weeks, and that was uh, that was a challenging time for for us as a family, having to uh, you know contact each other just through FaceTime calls uh, and not actually having physical contact with them. So that was a that was a difficult period. So to do it for three months would have been uh, near impossible, I think. Yeah. I'd reckon. I'd reckon. Uh, suddenly, we wouldn't have had many um, umpires actually umpiring the game for us. It's bad luck. We're, we're heading off home. I think it's where we might have got to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Craig, the AFL. Obviously, you know, we, here we are. We're all in stage four lockdown. It, it's pretty intense for all of us across Melbourne at the moment. And, you know, an hour out at the most, and you can only go in certain places, five kilometres, all that sort of thing. Um, but for you know, you in the in the these sort of hubs, um, the the you know, high profileness of it is even more so. You know, the AFL has so much of a spotlight on it. What sort of protocols do you have to actually go through uh, to ensure that, you know, you are sort of saying, staying safe and okay to then umpire a match? Yeah, well, there's there's quite a lot involved with it, obviously. we The, the main or the overarching theme for it, if you wish, is, is simply common sense and then to avoid... Um, 
interaction with, with the general public where possible and to avoid gatherings of people where possible. So they're, they're sort of the overarching themes. Um, I think we're, we're getting tested uh, prior to every game that we umpire for, for COVID-19. Um, and our partners that are here with us, they're getting tested every week as well. Um, so we're certainly uh, crossing that bridge regularly. It's not the most pleasant test for those that are out there that have had it. So to be having it uh, on a virtually on a weekly basis is uh, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. But uh, you know, it's what we've got to do to continue having the great game of football that we all love so much, and the protocols that we've got in place just uh, you know help and assist the game to make sure that we can keep it going and that we don't come across any issues. Yeah. Uh, if you want to ask a question of Craig, he's uh, an AFL umpire in one of these uh, hubs at the moment. 0428 899 899 to send through your text. 0428 899 899. Um, as you, you're a part of it, um, you know, part of what we've been doing with our family, Craig, is to be, to be talking about some of the, the positives that we find through this time as well, rather than just dwell on the negatives. And it's always very easy to do that. Um, have you been able to, to, to do that, I suppose, with the family? You, you have been relocated from where you are so you can do this work. But um, have you spent some time looking at what the joys of this time is? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting um, thought because a lot of this, uh, a lot of the anxiety surrounding this move to, to hubs um, was uncertainty. Uh, you know, what's going to happen when we go there? What's it going to look like? Where are we going to be? But now we're actually in it. Um, we're, we're creating some really cool memories from it. Like never again are you going to get a football season that looks like this. Mm. So for us, it's been about creating the memories that for, for my daughter, who's, who's four, um, she'll look back on this and, and go, wow, that was a, a crazy year where we, we lived here, we lived here, we lived there. And, and we had all these rules in in place that we what we can and can't do. And it's like it's actually really cool that we're going to look back on this in you know however many years' time and go, we did that, we did that, we were a part of that, mm-hmm. and it was actually a really fun thing to have done. And I think this is it. It's it's the moments that we do need to grab a hold of like that. And, and clearly for you guys, you've got something a bit different to, to the rest of us as well as we, we, we take on those those moments. Um, in terms of some of the strains of what life is in, in that regards, you mentioned already, you know, having to take one of these COVID tests uh, at least each week as you, you go through. Are, are there other strains? You know, I mean, the, the players are playing more games. Are, are you umpiring more? Is there physical strains? Is there family strains that are occurring because of, of life in a bubble a hub? Um, so I think the, the more games is, is actually proving to be okay for us. Um, so we're rolling through games every five to six days as well, just like the players are. Um, and physically, whilst there is a little bit of a toll on your body, you're actually able to get through it pretty well because you're not having to focus much on training during the week. It's literally game recovery, some sort of jog, and then you're into another game again. So physically, it's actually been pretty good. Mm. Um, I think uh, probably the biggest challenge about being up here would be mentally. Um, and that's probably more focused on the fact that uh, with, the, with the tighter restrictions that we've got here, it's easy to fall into football being the only thing that you can focus on. Mm. 
so mentally being able to escape from just football is probably the biggest challenge that uh, a lot of people, whether it be umpires or, or players, uh, are facing up here. It's just making sure you've got that downtime to actually not contemplate football for a little bit because it, it can get overwhelming if that's all you're thinking about. We're going to be back with Craig in just a moment and find out a bit of, of what is both himself and other umpires and players actually focusing on besides from that. Uh, answering your questions as well, you can text through 0428 899 899. And uh, Craig is also a man of Christian faith, so we want to be asking him around uh, how has his faith impacted during this time as well, all that and uh, a fair bit more with Craig Fleer, AFL umpire, on the way next here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. 89.9 The Light. This is In Community Conversation with Clayton. And joining us on the line from the Gold Coast in one of the AFL hubs is AFL umpire Craig Fleer. You can ask him any question on 0428 899 899 to text your questions through. Craig, we do have uh, somebody who's que- uh, texted in. They said, hey, Craig, which team do you support? And then they've quickly moved on and said, now a serious question. Uh, the umpires mentioned the players by name when they're umpiring, do you actually know each other or is it a way to just diffuse controversial decisions? That's from Brian. Oh, I'm glad you moved on quickly from the first <laughs> part of that question. Um, so player names is is probably twofold. Um, the, the first reason for trying to use player names is that it's the quickest way to get their attention and to uh, like engage in a conversation if we need to or ask them to do something. Um, so that, that's the first part of it. And then the second part of it is, is simply a, a respect thing. Um, so we, we ask for respect from all the players, coaches, spectators and, and whatnot. So if we were to you know, perhaps use nicknames, let's say, or numbers, that shows a bit of a lack of respect. So to be able to use their name, not only is it effective, the most effective way to get their attention and actually start the conversation... Uh, it also shows that we have that respect for them and that's that's what we would hope in return from them. Have you ever done uh, sort of the opposite, go to say the name, said someone's complete wrong name and then just cause confusion? <laughs> uh, yeah, many a time. And then there's also, <laughs> there's also players, you know, given there's 720 or whatever players in the competition, exactly. there's also times where I've looked at someone and gone, oh, no, what's your name? I've forgotten it. <laughs> There you go. That's when you just say, you know, free tick, kick Carlton or yep. whatever. Just keep saying the name of the team, right? Exactly. Correct. <laughs> uh, we, you, we were talking a bit earlier on about, um, you know, the fact that up in these hubs, part of the, the thing that you realise both for you as umpires and also for players that you can just be so um, sort of focused in on footy. Uh, and you said as part of it has to actually be to, to look beyond that a little bit and, and try and not just be footy footy the whole time. Um, how have you found you've been doing that and with the family and I suppose, you know, maybe some of the players or umpires that you know of, have they come up with some creative ways to do that? Uh, <laughs> creative within the uh, the protocols that we're allowed sure. to, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't want to be too creative. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. Um, you know, so being up here on the Gold Coast, we're, we're obviously very, very fortunate to uh, have some magnificent weather and, in contrast to Melbourne, as much as we love Melbourne, it's, uh, it is very nice to actually see the sunshine most days. Um, so even just being able to get out and go for a walk in the sun is just a simple way to, to clear your head um, and, and forget about what's going on or what has possibly transpired previously. So 
it's it's really just stripping everything back to basics and not overcomplicating uh, where you find a bit of mindfulness. I guess that's yeah. that's probably the best way to put it. Is don't don't overthink how you try and relax because we're not actually able to overthink it here. It's just find the simple things. Yeah. Absolutely, um, Craig. I know also you have a you know a strong uh, faith in Jesus, a, a Christian faith. Um, how has that been uh, during this time? You know, I'm not sure if you've been able to connect in with your local church and those sort of things, or if it's been something that has grown because of this, your faith, or, or has it been something that's been a, a test because you're constantly moving around that sort of thing? Yeah, it's it's a really good question because um, being constantly on the move and. You know, with football as well, I might be umpiring on Sundays when when church has its, uh, you know, our Facebook um, online service. So that has been challenging to consistently um, you know, get into the Word and 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 be a part of the community. I guess as much as it's online, it's still a part of the church community. Um, but you know, when I think about that question, the, the biggest. Uh, thing that we've thought about going through all this has, has simply been how much we need to trust God. Um, you know, that the AFLs obviously will tell us or instruct us what they want us to do. And for us, it's just been trusting God that he's already there and he's, he's already putting in place the things that we're going to need to get by day to day. And that's, that's probably been the biggest thing that's come out of it for us is just how much we do actually need to trust and rely on God to, to provide for us. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it doesn't matter where you are uh, around this world and what your situation is. I think so many people are asking those questions and trying to find into that space, aren't they? Um, yeah. Understanding from there. Uh, we might just pause this conversation just for a moment for me to give you the light care line as well. If maybe uh, something Craig's just shared and you thought, you know what, actually, those are the sorts of questions I'm asking and, and I am asking, is there a God? Is there heard about this Jesus guy what, what's going on a bit more with that I, I'd like to find out a bit more please make sure you do call our care line they're there just to answer some questions let you talk let you ask a few things um, and they're there for you every day of the year the number is 9583 2273 or 9583 care if you use the letter pad on your phone um Craig, we wanted to ask as well, we've had some more questions coming through, um, a bit more generally about uh, you in, in footy life. Um, one of them is a, a bit around, you know, obviously it's so in, intense as uh, an umpire and, you know, you've got to put in the hard yards, especially the physical fitness, you know, just like all the players do. And there's a, there's a limit on how long you can go with that. Um, how do you prepare yourself for sort of life after footy? <laughs> that's, um, that's a brilliant question. Um because by the end of a football career, there's there's obviously a lot of uh, a lot of sore joints and sore muscles and and whatnot. Um, and the challenge for me, uh, in particular, is because I'm an electrician. I I look at it now and go, gee, by the time I'm, my football career finishes, whenever it might be, you know, let's say when I'm 45, there's no way I'm going to be able to crawl through ceilings and crawl under floors and and whatnot. So. To think about the future, you know, now, which 45 is 10 years away for me, it's um, it's actually quite challenging. Um, and for me, I, I struggle to think of what else I could possibly do after footy um, if I'm not being an electrician because I, I love being an electrician so much. Um, so <laughs> the next 10 years for me will just be, right, you know, what, what can I do mm. so that I'm not having to crawl 
through ceilings. Yeah. You know, it, it branched off into a, a different section of uh, of electrical work. So it might be estimating or project managing or, or whatnot. So it's it's all about putting things into place that when your career does finish, that you're not just stuck uh, in a hard place doing something that you perhaps um, can't do for, for the rest of your career. Yeah. I think it's such an interesting one because the majority of careers and people in their, their life, it's not like there's a, a limit on you because of your physicality that stops you. But obviously for umpires, footy players, uh, you know, there's this moment, and let alone, you know, being picked too, I'm guessing there's a fair bit of pressure around that, just like a player gets picked. You know, there's presumably new umpires coming through and, and you always got to try and ensure that you're right on top of the game to, to stay in that top crop. Absolutely, that's 100% correct there. There's always someone who wants your spot. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's ex- exactly it. <laughs> Got to make sure of it. Um, Craig, uh, final one from me. My dad uh, loves his footy, knows uh, about you as a, a, you know an umpire and, and told me uh, just on the way in, he said, you know what, I've watched Craig. I know Craig out there. Uh, he seems to never, ever... Uh, when he bounces the ball in the middle of the oval, ever make it go left or right? All these other guys are making it wobbly everywhere, but he's always seems to be perfectly right. I thought that's an interesting one. It, is that something that you do pride yourself on? <laughs> oh, that's very kind of Bronco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, bouncing is certainly uh, one of my stronger suits. Uh, I, I did a lot of practice when I first started umpiring, and um, it, it's it's like riding a bike in in that sort of sense you do enough practice of it then you'll uh you won't have too many issues in it but uh, i can assure assure everyone out there i've certainly had my fair share of uh of bounces that have gone askew with (laughs) fair enough as well craig it's been wonderful to have a chat to you this evening thank you so much for just taking a, a time as we said you know we love afl here in melbourne and to just get a bit of a perspective of what's actually happening when it's all being played everywhere but melbourne at the moment is wonderful. Thanks again for your time and uh, all the best to you and your family. No worries, Clayton. Thanks for having me.